The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. What's up, everyone? This is Denise Salcedo alongside the owner of the House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer, and welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. We cover the split of the bloodline between the Usos, Roman Reigns, and Solo Tokoa on Roman's 1,000 Days Celebration as Champion. We also dove into the announcement of CM Punk's return to AEW on Collision, and we react to the San Diego crowd giving the heat to Don Callis and Kanoshki Takeshita. All of this right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We are back here on Busted Open. I'm Denise Salcedo, joined by Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, let's break down what happened last night on SmackDown because there was kind of a whole lot. Roman Reigns was supposed to be celebrating his 1,000 days. The Usos were not supposed to be there. They were supposed to be a band. Their travel had been canceled, this and that, but they ended up coming out and during this during this entire thing we ended up getting roman reigns yelling at jay uso to kick his brother jimmy the way that jimmy did to him at night of champions and then jimmy uso gets in his face and he tells him you aren't a real brother you are manipulative and then he tells solo sikoa roman reigns is going to do the exact same thing to you so who are you going to pick roman reigns tells Solo Sokoa tells Roman Reigns, you are my tribal chief and I respect you, but these are my brothers. And he steps to the other side, aligns himself with the Usos. And you're thinking, oh my God, this is it. Roman Reigns is all alone. And then we end up having a moment where Jay Uso convinces Jimmy Uso to try and convince Roman Reigns to return to the bloodline and to have the bloodline faction be once again, be strong once again. And we have a moment where Roman Reigns hugs Jimmy Uso, but you kind of have a feeling that maybe, just maybe, Roman Reigns is going to turn here on Jimmy. And he does. He says no. And during this, we end up getting another surprise, which is that Solo Sokoa was playing the Usos all along during this and hits Jimmy with a Samoan spike and once again continues along with Roman Reigns. A whole lot that went down here. Tommy, what did you make of this? Uh, If you think about how big this is, everyone is talking about this as opposed to, hey, we got a brand new title in the WWE, a brand new championship, which uh, I like. I also like uh, the man endorsing it, Triple H. Nice to see him come out there. 
not so much of an advertised surprise. You know, people understand, uh, you know, he's helping behind the scenes and always nice to have, you know, the game former champion himself endorsing uh, this new title. Very, very cool looking title. People will be wearing it around their shoulders. Don't know what that means if they're going to get rid of the blue and the red. Uh, hopefully so. Um, WWE likes to recirculate a lot of their titles or add titles just for smart for, you know, they sell the, they sell a lot of them. Anyway, cool title. Um, this storyline continues and it has a whole new thread. Uh, if you're a fan of old movies, just go watch The Godfather. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, things like that where Al Pacino basically had to whack his own brother. Um, and you do again, the audience, the audience tells such a great story, uh, such a great story of where they're watching a live movie or live action theater. And the simple, when, even when solo was going to speak, they were hanging on his every word. And then when he spoke and it was just like, what? And then he went to, you know, the Usos and they are brothers and, you know, it's also, hey, you don't choose your family, you choose your friends. Roman is a cousin, he's not a brother. So you're like, ah, oh, and, and just that great visual of Paul standing behind Roman and Roman standing there, they're all lined up like in the proverbial, you know, draw a line in the sand. Like you said, Roman alone. Um, and pleading, a family member pleading, can you just do the right thing? Can you, let's, let's, and listening to those people, like, as much as like, you know, we're talking about heels, baby faces, the bloodline were heels, but they're like, let's run this place. Let's do it like we've been doing. And the people were just going nuts for it. And then when they embrace, and they've done this before with us, with Sami Zayn and Jay. And then when Jay turned on Sammy after the hug and then the super kick, this was a compelling, compelling, you know, last couple of minutes of a, of a, a really solid smackdown. And got me so hooked into it. Why I love professional wrestling, because I'm literally, I'm hanging on their words. I want to see what's going on. And then the timing of, and this head down, and then it's no. And then you're like, what? No way. And then out of nowhere, Solo does the, the hit. And Jimmy, I'm sorry, Jay just sitting there like, you know, because now that's the other important part of the story. Did he do physicality? No. He just had to like, he's the guy stuck in the middle. And obviously he has to choose sides with his brother, um, but he's torn and he plays the torn, tormented, uh, tormented person so, so well. Great facials, great job done by everybody. And as simple as to the walk-off, them walking off together was very, very big. Uh, it, it's those, those are the little things. And when I say it's big, it's the not walking off into the sunset. It's walking off to see, man, I got to stay tuned to see what happens next Friday. Um, and I know there'll probably be a continuation to it on Friday. I'm sorry, on Monday. I don't think you need to. I think you need to build to, hey, we're going to hear from, we don't know who, but we're going to hear from somebody. Um, and I'd wait till next Friday to, to do so. I'd show a recap package. It's, it's a shocking moment. But, you know, here's the other thing that I love, and, and you said it the best. I always say the greatest turns happen either out of complete nowhere 
or you know when they're going to happen. You just don't know when. That whole buildup about the Usos not going to be there and Paul stirring it up like only Paul knows how to do and Adam Pierce basically saying, hey, X, Y, and Z, and then they're showing up. I mean, are these guys going to face which could be we you were told not to be here where we should suspend you from smackdown uh, and if you do it then you could lose your job there's so many different ways of keeping the story fresh with simple ways like you do you disobeyed your work you disobeyed your boss uh, a lot of ways to go just to continue just to give it uh, more legs i love love loved every aspect of it i have loved every aspect of the bloodline love the new title Love the new jacket. If I have the old bloodline jacket, I got to get this new one because it just, what does it have? It has that patch. I'm a fan of, you know, sports apparel. I'm when, you know, the Yankees back in the day, when they won all those championships in a row, I had to get the 96. The I had to get all the new hats. Why? Because they had another world series logo on it. Um, and I'm a guy who for some people, uh, hated the fact that I said he should surpass Hulk Hogan with this ring. And I still stand by it just because of, and I, I want somebody like, I want the nation to tell me who I want you to tell me, who do you think right now is the person to take the title off of Roman Reigns for the business that they're doing for the compelling storyline that they're doing? Who's that person? Does that person exist in the WWE today? I don't feel like that person exists in the WWE today, but that's where I was at prior. Like prior when this whole thing started, before we even got the Sami Zayn stuff with Roman Reigns, I was thinking, okay, this person's not here. This person's not here. When Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns had their match at Elimination Chamber, I wasn't necessarily expecting Sami Zayn to win. However, I would have liked to see it. I would not have minded that at all. And so I was on board with seeing either Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes win during those two matches so uh those were two those were the only two times where i've thought these people should actually defeat roman reigns everything else has been you know what maybe that person isn't here right now uh except for the exception of Sami Zayn and cody rhodes now there was a lot of things that i also wanted to touch on here really quickly with the bloodline and the thing that i think is working the best in all of this you mentioned jay uso not actually in doing any violence during this because it's jimmy he's jimmy's very proud of his actions at night of champions right and jay uso is, was the one that was trying to kind of get them back together again and this and that the thing for me that I really like about the bloodline storyline is how everybody has evolved differently throughout the last two years because when you think about how this all started who did this start with at the very beginning of Roman Reigns's uh reign as champ it was Jay Uso and to see how far along and how different and how com complex it has gotten with these individuals to me that's been the thing that I've most enjoyed with this story so seeing all of that unfolds last night, seeing all the facial expressions from everybody, even Solo Sikoa, who says very little, but he says, he kind of says a lot, uh, he, he, he says a lot, but at the same time, he leaves a lot, he leaves you wanting more, he is still a mystery to be solved, I don't know if Solo Sikoa has a secret plan of his own, to maybe get some revenge or some vengeance on Roman Reigns. Maybe he's not there yet. 
or is he still under is he still brainwashed or under the thumb under the ruling of roman reigns or does he have this secret plan or this trick up his sleeve i don't know and that's the thing that really has me curious um two things uh, are my two biggest takes out of all of this number one i know for myself when <laughs> when he when uh, Jimmy mushed Roman Reigns' face. You literally heard the people say, holy shit. It was so loud. They had to take down the audio because the people were cursing on broadcast television. And I was like, wow, on a mush of the face, I'm literally touching the tribal chief's face. Uh, when I, I used the Godfather movie as a reference, there were four Godfather movies. Um, I think we're literally just seeing Godfather two right now. Um, and people were clamoring for the, re the, you know, the remakes of, I'm not there, the sequels for the Godfathers or like star Wars and all that stuff. Like, you know, the evil empire, Darth Vader. Um, and then all of a sudden, oh my God, no, there's another evil empire. Somebody who's controlling the swings, the, the strings on him. That was a one, uh, real big moment. And, and the other one, uh, just. You said it, and that person does exist in WWE, and I posed the question, but he is not ready yet, and that person is Solo. The only person to defeat Roman, if the WWE feels he's there, would be Solo, but it's not now. How they have been doing Solo has been masterful. And like you said, he's been want he says little, but always wanting more. Uh, I could totally see Paul Heyman somehow, some way screwing over Roman and giving it to Solo and Solo be the guy, not now. And I'm talking, you know, <laughs> not now, but Roman just being by his side and him kind of being the heavy for Roman, who doesn't need a heavy. Um, and just the constant build of Solo to eventually... And what is Paul, you know, if that happens, you have a made man already. He is in main events. He's hanging out with the main eventer. And it is, hey, man, I went with what is in every sport. I went with youth. I went younger versus you. You've lost a step, even though you've been the champion. You should have seen this coming. It's, you know, the proverbial I giving you the kiss of death. Sorry, bro. Kind of like what happened already. You could do the same thing, but not now. And I'm, I'm seriously ugh, timeline after like that package and that build to the show in the beginning, showing all of the champions past. Um, and I was just like, God, this is so, as long as it's been, it's still fresh. And I totally disagree with anybody um, because of the business that the WWE is doing with this. And that's your proof. You may personally not like it, but then I'm talking business. Um, so it, it's solo could be your only guy on the roster. If not, that person doesn't exist uh, in the right space right now. This is former UFC champion, Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down. 
a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. Hey, pet parents. Are you searching for the perfect place for your dog to play? Check out Camp Bow Wow. Our safe and supervised doggy daycare and boarding ensures your pup gets the socialization they crave while giving you peace of mind. With our certified staff and clean and spacious facilities, your dog will have a blast making friends and staying active. Join the Camp Bow Wow Pack today. Your first day is free. Visit us at CampBowWow.com. Franchise opportunities available. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked, from family farms and cold press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. Now, of course, this was something that has been talked about now for months. It's been in all of the news headlines. Everybody has been wondering, is CM Punk coming back? When is he coming back? And it is official. Tommy, now that we have a date, a time, and a place, what are your thoughts on CM Punk's return to AEW? Uh, I'm happy about it. Um, I'm kind of sick of talking about all the drama. I'm sick of talking about all the, what happens, all that stuff. It's time to get back to work. I'm happy. He's healthy. Um, I'm happy. He's 
going to be back and I'm happy there's another show uh, on Saturdays now of pro wrestling and I'm looking forward to collision and I, I no longer want to hear about speculation, rumor, innuendo. It's put up or shut up time. Uh, I know like, listen, I'm, I'm friends with them. Um, and I want to see the best version of CM Punk. I think it's great for the wrestling industry. Um, give him that microphone, let him tell his stories in the ring and let him be, like I said, the best version of himself. The fans have wanted to see it. We, they clamored for him for seven years when he came back, it was a great moment, uh, filled with some, not some great moments due to injuries, all that stuff. Hopefully he could stay injury free. Um, and just continue on his path of, uh, like, you know, Hey, let's, let's get through this. Let's do this. Let's have a hell of a show. And if you're going to be this face of this new, you know, we're talking about the face with Roman Reigns. If you're going to be the face of this new TV show, a uh, great guy for star power to do it. Got it. Like I said before, everything changes in the wrestling industry. You got to stay healthy. And I know that's not on him. Um, but you got to stay healthy. You got to just be out there doing what you do and uh, take it from there. It's, it's honestly, like I said, it's, it's time you've talked the talk. It's down to time to walk the walk. He has before and let's see him do it again. I'm excited for CM Punk's return. I really am. And I know you mentioned it's like put up or shut up now at this point where he either has the run that we've all been hoping for in AEW or he doesn't, right? And here's the thing is that I know that everybody has, there's a lot of people that maybe aren't too fond of CM Punk returning to AEW. And I get it. I get people's perspectives and this and that. But I really do think that there are so many more pros to CM Punk returning to AEW. The big one is clearly the star power. We have seen it. We seen that people are interested in CM Punk. Even if you hate him, even if this is a guy that you're not interested in, I still feel like regardless in anything, I always see the numbers go up with CM Punk and whatever it is that you're talking about. So for me, I am excited to see what his his what this particular run in AEW is going to look like because when he first came into the company you knew he was going to be loved people were going to be very very excited everyone remembers uh his return to pro wrestling everybody remembers where they were at when they were watching CM Punk make his AEW debut and it's a totally different experience now because even then we saw the crowd have a little bit of a mixed reaction. I will say I will say that there was more cheers, but there were a couple of boos in there. So my question is, what do you think the reaction is going to be for CM Punk outside of Chicago? Because I still think Chicago is definitely going to go, you know, bananas for CM Punk. But what is the reaction going to look like for him following the week after? And what should AEW make sure to do with CM Punk. Man, you brought up a great point because you said after Chicago. Chicago's first perfect place to bring him uh, in. And they will go nuts for CM Punk, and rightfully so. Afterwards, because, I mean, another question that I, you know, had told Dave that, hey, maybe next week, if this CM Punk conversation, well, where do you go with him? If he's going to be a heel, if he's going to be a baby face. Um, kind of like it's an interesting thing to see uh don't know but like when i say when you're writing television or you're being the booker it's man i have an option i mean honestly remember when cm punk was a heel he was a money heel 
When CM Punk's a babyface, he's a he's a money babyface. He's a money player. Um, that one reaction is going to be great. That other place, I mean, even at times where he wasn't getting their action, just the way he could talk and he takes people on a ride. He's very very realistic in his promos. Um, he's, I mean, the pipe bomb is that iconic thing where we even had callers being like, you know, even what he was saying in WWE, he was complaining back then, and I was just like. First of all, anything that was airing on WWE television is like, especially in WWE, you don't have freedom. You know, this is like, hey, you could say this if you want to say a few things, but, you know, out of fear of losing your job. I don't think, you know, he fears. I don't when you get to a certain level, it's like, I, you know, AEW has different different parameters when it comes to promos, all that stuff, which is cool. I love that creative freedom. Um, uh, it's just. Where is he going to go is going to be the key point. You already said it in Chicago, massive baby face. I literally say collision. If he's going to come out there and punk uh, and wrestle in trunks and just go out there, wrestle somebody. And then I'm still going to be like, I want to hear him talk. And I'm going to tune in the next week to hear him talk. If he's going to walk out there with a microphone and talk, then be the guy who like I hang on your words. And tell me your mission statement. Tell me what's going, what you feel is going to happen or what you want to do or what you think this new show is going to be about with you on it. And if you're a baby face, you need to deliver on it. If you're a heel, then turn the people. Again, don't know where they're going. I look forward to it as well, just like you. But there's these options. Speculate. we also had people like talking about like, why would they give that away ticket sales and for people to watch it? It's a Saturday um, during the summer. And I know for me, I'm wrestling that day. I won't be able to watch it, but I know I will DVR it. And I know I will go to my phone and I will see like the reactions, all that stuff. And if I wasn't wrestling that day, I would be watching it. You know, so it's uh, it's it's some amazing times. And like, you know, again, when I'm we we're talking about the face of a company, he's a guy who's been a face of a company. You know, uh, he was he was the guy um, as well as like when he came to AEW, he was the guy there for a brief period. But my biggest part, stay healthy, go out there and do what you do best. Talk us into your feuds and then tell great storytelling main events. And, uh, I mean, there was a time he was working his ass off and he like, I mean, dude, I I'm again, like I said, I love the guy and, uh, I just want to see the best for him because it's the best for pro wrestling. Because none of the hate that I feel that was directed towards CM Punk was from nothing of it was from storyline storyline wise in his time in AEW, everybody, I would say for the most part, I want to say everybody, right. You can't really say that, but I would say that for the most part, people were very interested in the feuds and the things that he was doing, whether it be with Hangman Adam Page or MJF. A lot of the the heat and the negativity, all of it comes from the backstage stuff, right? The 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 media scrum, the the brawl, all of that. But specifically speaking, storyline wise, uh, the promos were phenomenal. The backs and forths that we got, especially be 
between him and MJF. The matches that they did together, all of the storyline stuff was really, really top notch. And I think that's personally what I want to see once again with CM Punk. I want to see him have those matches with guys that I didn't know that we would have these matches again. I have my fingers crossed for two major programs and I want them to circle back to CM Punk MJF at one point I really do think that they have to because there's still some loose ends I think to tie up there and I do want to see CM Punk Kenny Omega to me that is one of the biggest money matches that AEW has maybe even the biggest and for me I really hope we do get to see it so those are some of the things that I'm personally excited about for CM Punk and some of the things that I uh, personally want to see. Also, in regards to Collision, I definitely think we have to hear him cut some sort of promo because I think the fans are going to be, everybody's going to tune in wondering, is CM Punk going to say something that is completely unexpected of him to say? Is he going to go out there and is he going to mention the media scrum is he going to mention the brawl is he going to mention the elite is he not going to mention any of this what is he going to say i think that there's so much appeal and a lot of the intrigue to this return of cm punk has to do so much with that so i do want to hear cm punk talk on the mic whatever he's going to say i have no idea but i just know it's going to be good because cm punk doesn't disappoint on the microphone correct um uh, a few things here. The I don't think you do bring attention. You can mention it, but you don't really be like, well, this is what happened. Uh, one thing that you said, like, it's because of the, you know, the, forget about the media scrum. That was a massive thing. Same with, you know, the fight. But then there were also shots on the microphone to like an Adam Page that wasn't part of like where his direction Put all that again in the past and let's move forward. Think of, hey, he's the champion that never lost the title. Um, think of where MJF is. MJF actually right now needs CM Punk to come back because think of MJF with a live mic against CM Punk with all that stuff that was going on now. Also think of where CM, uh, MJF is today being the world champion. Um, think about... Again, a new a new television show is huge for Impact um, for AEW. A that thing called Wembley Arena is huge for AEW. So I mean, these are things that you have to think about. And I have my my players that I've still have this massive show that I have to go to. I haven't announced a match yet. So I mean, these are big big things. But look at all my key players coming back. I mean. If t football, okay, my my one of my star players just got hurt. How am I going to survive until he comes back? Well, now he's back. And whether the replacement player stepped up, then it's like, well, what do we do with them? Nope. Well, now we have a whole other, you know, we have a whole another season. We have a whole another television show. Let's just roll with it. And like I said, he's just, he has to stay healthy. And he has to just go out there being a CM Punk. If you want him to be heel in his hometown, I already thought of the way. And it, man, it would it would probably be the first time you'd ever piss off Chicago. Oh, um, what is that way? If he went out there, all his smiles, all his stuff, he will soak in that adulation for the longest time like he does. 
Uh, probably we're talking three minutes. Look around, look around, a smiling, happy to be here. Kissing babies, hugging fans, gets in that ring, does his little sit down cross, waits, waits, waits. The people be waiting for it, waiting for it. Have that beautiful smile that he has, then turn to a scowl, put the microphone down, unfold his legs, get up and walk out. Damn, I think that would leave everybody going, now you're what a heel. the hell? What the hell? You're welcome. Instantly. I don't hate it, man, but that kind of got me. Like the the intrigue is there now. Like, in, well, I'm not saying it wasn't there, but that whole picture that you painted, the whole scenario, I visualized it all. And it would be one of those things where you'd be like, damn, he really went and just did that. That would be absolutely nuts. Now you're hated everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Like even I would be pissed. I'd be like, dang, because you know, <laughs> you know, Tommy, like I literally just said the intrigue here that I have is wondering what CM Punk is going to say. And if he doesn't give us anything, I'm going to be pissed. People are going to be pissed. And there you go. You got some uh, instant heat right there with the people. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. We all know the events that had folded at AW Double or Nothing, seeing Kanoshke Takeshita uh, befriend the BCC and ruin things with the elite, even though we thought that things were going to go down with them, and it didn't. So we got Don Callis and Takeshita out there on Wednesday night, and they're being interviewed by Tony Schiavone, and the crowd is booing so much. Don Callis says he hopes those boos are for Kenny Omega because he is the one that is the real victim. That's Don Callis's thing. He's the victim. Nobody else but him. He then goes on to put over Takeshita, says that he's better than Okada, that he's going to be better than Kenny Omega. Then Takeshita, he takes the microphone and says that he is going to destroy the elite and Kenny Omega. So with all of this being said, Tommy, what was your reaction to seeing the reaction that Don Callis and Takeshita were getting? Um, my biggest take of it, again, looking at it from a fan standpoint, you know, the AEW fans in San Diego brought it. They, like I've been preaching for a long time, you should hate Don Callis. If you knew him like I do, you'd hate him even more. Um, Don Callis uh, saying that he was the victim in all this uh, is a whole very, very Don Callis-esque. I said to myself, um, who is the biggest heel in pro wrestling right now? Is it Dominic Mysterio? Is it Christian? Or now I have to enter, is this Don Callis? Um, it was a big, big decision. And when you are speaking and you can't speak, hang on, I feel I have to sneeze. Um, it's very, very hard to like convey your thoughts when you can't hear. I've been in crowds where you can't hear yourself think. Uh, you And interrupting somebody that you don't like when they're talking is awesome. 
and I love it. And I love wrestling fans. And, and for a long time, like when I say Don Callis is exactly where he wants to be, Don Callis loves the heat. He don't care. He doesn't care about the fans. He doesn't care about anybody but Don Callis. I tell you this because I know him. I've worked with him from ECW. Um, I was the guy who fired him for real from Impact Wrestling. And when I say fired, he was fired from our show. But, I mean, he was, he was in, uh, you know, wor working to get a job elsewhere when he was a high-level position in a, in a company. And he leveraged everything that he could. And cool, good for him uh, because Impact Wrestling keeps on going. But I was like, hey, man, you're even though you're my friend, like, how dare you do that? Like, that's so wrong. That's you're a spy, <laughs> you know? Um, so him going out there and getting heat. The other part of this, and we're all talking off air about it, is a, a key component with um, Takeshita. He is a key cog for, for a lot of this. Don being able to speak for him is one thing. But then, I mean, Don coming on the show being very, very Don Callis. I did not know that he was uh, going to be an Olympic athlete uh, in a decathlon. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was only 25 years old. Um, he, the fans were, the fans are really liking him. And when you're an organic baby face where the fans are just liking you due to your hard work, it's when you're not really speaking and, you know, English is a second language and fans just start gravitating to you you know, you have something. And I was like, at first, when I thought about it, who's Don going to manage? And then, or what right away Takeshita got elevated without doing anything. And even in that promo segment where they're, they're booing the person he's standing with out the building, it's heat by association. His promo was excellent. And for, again, for a guy, I couldn't stand in a Japanese ring and do that to the Japanese fans and speaking in their native language. Um, so they have something here. And if it's heat by association, awesome. There's another group. Um, the BCC is Don going to align himself, align himself with them. Cause I mean, they did great with William Regal. And do I like, if I'm in that group, I want that heat. I want that Don Callis character with me. Um, if I'm anybody in AEW, I want that Don Callis character with me because they don't hate him. And I'm glad the fans are now realizing what I've been preaching for a long, long time. Don Callis is not a nice person. And it's clearly working. I was honestly surprised during this. I knew the people hated Don Callis. I knew the people were mad at Don Callis, but I didn't know that it was literally this bad. And I loved it though. It was so exciting to see this because the last time that, you know, we were sitting here on Busted Open talking about somebody's massive reaction, it was Dominic Mysterio. And it was very clear why that was everything with Rhea Ripley, everything that was going on with Rey Mysterio, all of that. And with Don Callis, clearly his betrayal of Kenny Omega is the catalyst to all of this. But I didn't expect this type of reaction. And one of the things that I think once one crowd, 
really, really starts booing somebody. I noticed with Dominic Mysterio that once it started, it didn't stop. It's almost like every other city wanted to top the city prior. It didn't let him talk. It got worse and worse. He was just getting booed massively. And I want to see that continue with Don Callis. If I'm, you know, Tony Khan, I would make sure to put Don Callis out there even more. Um, I mean, you know, weekly and have him go out there and piss the people off and have the people continue to massively boo him because I think to me that's going to push this so much further and you mentioned Takeshita kind of getting this heat by association and this works a whole lot too because Takeshita is a very likable guy he's somebody that I think is kind of hard for me to want to boo I don't want to boo Takeshita I really don't I, I love I love the guy that I love how he wrestles I, I'm a fan of his I, I like his personality from what we've seen on AEW television and so if you you want me to really get behind booing Takeshita? Put him in there with Don Callis, which is what they did, and it worked. So that was something that I just kind of thought, man, they really went about it this direction, and this was definitely fun to see because I don't think that I would have predicted this kind of crowd reaction. So do you think that the way that they turned Takeshita was the right move for him? Yes, because he was a guy who wasn't getting a lot of dynamite matches. And to me, he was um, lower mid card, but fans were taking to him. It was like, oh, good try. He's he's somebody that the fans like, you know, he was growing on them with in the sense of even with a moderate push, like, okay, we got about a year to get this guy over right away. You're thrust into that fire. And if it's like I said about CM Punk, step up. Now's your opportunity to step up. You're here. We like you. And we know what you could do to the, in the ring. Now we're going to see what you could do in the ring as a heel, um, which I'm sure he'll deliver because, again, he's got heat by association. If it doesn't work, you just get dropped from whoever the next Don person feels that he's going to have. I mean... And you do have a lot of talent there. Think of, you know, I remember when we had all these, who's the next Paul Heyman guy? And who's going to be this next mega superstar? There was a lot that didn't turn out in that favor. Curtis Axel, uh, I think maybe Ryback was a Paul Heyman guy. Claudio, they didn't turn out to be the, the faces of what, the Paul Heyman guy was supposed to be to like, you know, Paul had Brock, he had Roman. They went the one route, didn't get over. And, you know, that's, that's the situation where the managers used, and that's what a manager does. A manager uses you, takes a piece of your money, exploits you. I mean, the greatest example of that is Don King. He takes what you get, but he gets you to where you want to go. But then at the end of the day, they're going to use and abuse you if you're not smart with your money or smart, like looking at all your affairs. It's a great way to get him involved in the mix. He's already now um, in an upper hard status. And if he delivers the way he didn't, then you now have another bona fide player. Bona fide player indeed. And I, it, man, I love all of this because I, you just don't know how they're going to continue it. And so is there anything you want to see 
in specific between the relationship between Kenny Omega and Don Callis in this story? Is there anything that you're like really hoping that AEW does? Uh, what I want to see is let's keep building towards it. And how do you get a guy over victories as well as continue the heat? And I would want to see him versus Kenny and the proverbial it's, it's been done a long time, but it hasn't done. It's been done a long time in the past. It hasn't been done in the present and it will because old school always work. In my opinion, what I'd love to say to see, number one, a manager always got involved when when his man was in jeopardy. Go back and look at some of the greatest managers of all time, the Bobby Heenans, the um, the you know, the Jimmy Hart's always getting involved, getting bumped so their guy can still get the victory. I would love to see Don continually to screw over Kenny until it's all right, man. Well, if you win, you get this. But if I win, I get five minutes in the ring alone with Don and, you know, old school as old school was at work for dusty roads all the time, whether it was JJ Dylan, whatever manager it was, it will work and it will work big. Omega would be bloody the crap out of Don Callis. And if you want to continue it somehow, some way, another person comes and screws over Kenny and then Don actually pins Kenny and you know, imagine Don being bloody, getting his ass handed to him, and yet he just defeated the god of pro wrestling, Kenny Omega. He would, he would have that on his uh, tomb when he is uh, <laughs> died. And but I mean, that's something where he'd have heat, and he'd have heat doing it. So um, it's a win-win situation because it's so old school, and I know it would work done correctly. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.